Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Tyler Pigott. Tyler, you're the founder and CEO of Loan for Creative. You're found on the web at loanforcreative.com. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. Awesome, Josh. It's fun to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. So Loan Fur, uh, you work with clients that are either contemplating or are already using HubSpot, right? That's correct. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's going on in like the world our, of HubSpot these days? Yeah, it's like our horizontal niche, if you will, of uh, people that are trying to build their brands and companies trying to build their brands on HubSpot. So, uh, man, there are so many things going on in the HubSpot realm uh, right now. They're a super cool platform to partner with or kind of hit your wagon to because they're very forward thinking. Um, you know, there's lots of other platforms and tools out there that do lots of things. And, and oftentimes those are, they're, you know, acquiring softwares and, and they're kind of like, you know, adding on to their house, if you were, whereas in HubSpot generally tries to build things, or at least from the beginning, they built it from the ground up. And so like user intuitive and, and, you know, lots of people are, you know, jumping into it real quickly from a staff standpoint. And I've found that uh, if the tool is easy to use, uh, people will actually use it, which then makes it worth the investment in, in purchasing it. So um, anyway, we could go down lots of different avenues. But yeah, lots of cool stuff from the marketing and sales standpoint on HubSpot right now. You know, one thing I've, I've always respected about HubSpot and kind of that culture is just that empathy uh, toward the user, right? And that that yeah. user, that, that persona, the avatar, and then just everything about their journey and where they are on the journey and you know what are their hopes dreams and concerns and fears and skepticism like where are they right now where is all that stuff now and just you know yeah. and, and i find that hubspot does a really admirable job in kind of working with guest customers kind of where they are um and feeding them the right information when they want it and i i suspect that that's probably has something to do with where you come in yep no, absolutely. Yeah. Helping out really kind of map out that customer journey all the way from, you know, awareness and kind of general top of funnel, if you will, all the way to purchase, you know, pre-purchase, purchase, and then post-purchase kind of, if you think about that in a wheel, you know. Um, and so there's tons of different data points. There's tons of different, you know, interactions, contents, act activities, tactics, all sorts of things that can happen through that journey. And we've found that most brands succeed in being able to kind of serve their client right place, right time, when they have some sort of a system in place to help them with that. That can be, you know, personalized automation, that can be internal tasks that pop up in certain phases, all sorts of different things. But if you're, you know, letting someone just kind of 
hey, hopefully your brain works perfectly and you always remember everything right on right on the right time and you you know have all this initiative that you can take and you kind of jump in. Most people don't, you know, about a, about a thousand when it comes to that. And so building a system and kind of a backbone for your sales and marketing and even the customer success after they've jumped in as a customer um, is definitely, you know, we spend a lot of time helping clients with that, but at the same standpoint, if that is usually what helps clients succeed and helps give them, you know, like that kind of edge in the market, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what do you see working well? Um, let's kind of start from the top of the funnel um, by talking about acquisition, discover, or, um, you know, just attraction, um, you know, obviously HubSpot's huge on inbound. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So what, what, what movements do you see or kind of what work do you find yourself doing most with clients? Uh, you know, when we're talking about very, very top of the funnel. Yeah. Um, you know, it's changing right now uh, a lot. You know, I yeah. think that, you know, the idea of just like sending out a blanket email and hoping for a meeting schedule, um, usually most people find that pretty annoying and, and you're, uh, it's yeah. not working, you know, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you really do have to meet the clients where they're at and have a very specific um, focus. And so those brands that are just kind of, you know, oh, we do everything. We're the best fit for absolutely everything. Like I don't, they're not winning anymore. And if you're a very specific, I have this specific problem that I solve for clients and I'm telling the client, this is the problem I solve for you. um, Those ones are doing better. And so we kind of start oftentimes helping clients just defining, honing in, focusing their message and really kind of, we follow a couple of different frameworks for that, but just really like, okay, great. We've got this message. This is kind of like your brand positioning and then helping them roll that uh, across all their, you know, digital properties and physical properties and all those kinds of things has been like that initial um, aspect of it. Because what we've found is that you can pay, you know, millions of dollars in paid media, (coughs) excuse me, millions of dollars in paid media or other outreach tactics but if you're sending them to something that's kind of be irrelevant to where they're at and what they need, then it's not going to be successful and you're kind of just lighting that money on fire. And so kind of like that foundational element is the first kind of key, I, I think, for everybody. And then really understanding, well, where are your clients at? You know, if you're a B2B com- company, you know, you're starting to explore different social strategies right now to build followings and to almost kind of, you know, B2C has been in that uh, influencer marketing for a long time, right? We're not trusting brands as much, but I'm trusting this personality that I've built, you know, trust with over years and they're helping sell your product. Well, B2B is going that direction and is kind of already there. And so you're, you know, helping people kind of amplify their story. Sometimes it's founder stories, you know, just creating content around that, helping build trust around humans and personalities. And, you know, there's brand that's there as well, but everybody's kind of lost trust in, in, in the, in the larger brands, I believe. And so they're, but they still gain trust with, with individual humans, you know, and have that human connection. And so we do a lot around that again, foundational elements, problem you solve for people and helping amplify that in the, across tons of different tactics. But that's kind of like that, I guess, you know, 10,000 foot view, if you will, of that top of funnel type activity that we do. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, for someone who's maybe either not in B2B or maybe they're not even in business for themselves right now, or, you know, they're just kind of leadership in a different environment. Um, yeah. What are the, um, you know, when you're thinking about B2B, particularly if you're thinking about higher ticket consultants or, you know, bigger ticket B2B services, and you think about that buyer persona or that decision maker that they're going to be engaging with, what are the considerations that 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 folks should have? Because you already mentioned, you know, listen, just slamming ads in front of these folks and, you know, just sending yeah. DMs and 
whatever, um, it's not as effective as it may have been in the past. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think, you know, initially really for your, you know, audience, your core audience, your target that you're shooting for, your ICP, if you will, that you're trying to, you know, attract, I think really, I, I believe that it's important to adjust your expectations to reality. And so uh, that it's kind of like the dating analogy I know is overused, but the same concept of the first time you meet someone, if you ask them to marry you, they'll probably run for the hills. And it's the same thing in, in you know, B2B marketing, B2B sales, B2B kind of relationship building. And so, um, you know, just adjusting your expectations to knowing it's going to take several touch points and not starting initially with, hey, let's jump on a call. I want to sell you this thing. But maybe there's some value you could provide uh, for the first several touch points that would help, you know, them in their purchasing process or push them in the right direction or nudge them. And then you could kind of earn that ability to have that sales call at some point. So I think just, you know, having like setting that as the the baseline and then you can the sky's the limit is how you would use kind of like each of those different touch points um, from a value add standpoint. But it is a shift. I think people are in the midst of that shift right now from just an expectation standpoint. If you're a sales leader, if you are a leader of a team, if you're, you know, hey, we're trying to hit these KPIs this year, we're trying to, you know, hit these goals this year. I think it's important to recognize just that it's changed. And so you do have to earn that relationship, which then takes time. It's not just, oh, I'm going to blast everybody in my email list, you know, and just say, bye, 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 you know, and yeah. that, is that's not really working. Maybe for some brands it might, but you know, really it's not working. Um, there's too much noise. There's too much competition. Um, I think everybody at this point is hit with, you know, somewhere between four and 6,000 messages a day. Um, and you're like, you've got one, you've got <laughs> Approximately, like, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it depends on how engaged you are in social. If you're spending a lot of times on social, you're getting hit with way more than that. Oof. But, but so you just have to pay attention to that. You know, people do have certain personalities, certain brands, certain message, certain topics that they pay attention to at different times. And you do have to earn your, earn, earn your keep or earn your right, I suppose, to get it onto that list for individuals. So I don't know if that answered your question, but I kind of was no. thinking like the foundational elements have changed a little bit. And so it's important to kind of have that reality check moment and also then strategize how you're going to do that. For sure. So in the world of HubSpot solution providers, uh, where yeah. do you fit and why would, uh, you know, kind of where do you, uh, like, who who might you be a really great fit for? And like, where have you found your niche? Yeah, um, it's a good question. We've spent a lot of time in the ed tech space. So educational technology, educational support kind of companies. So not, you know, people that are selling to those higher ed or to those academic communities. Um, so that's a good fit for us. We've spent a lot of time in like, you know, that, I guess, just surrounding environment. And probably the sweet spot for us is really helping, you know, get more value out of the HubSpot platform. And so we've just found that the average person's using like, you know, just scratching the surface of, of what it does. And, you know, just helping kind of jump in and help, you know, helping them kind of build out strategy and also then do implementation and execution on that strategy within the HubSpot platform. And that can be anything from, you know, moving a website to there to do some data hygiene stuff to automation to all sorts of different complexities. But we found that, you know, we're a great fit for those types of companies. And then the ones that are really looking to, you know, expand within that platform and really have that platform as a single backbone to, to your business. So. Yeah. Your website loan 
Fur Creative. And by the way, that's F-I-R, loanfurcreative.com. Talk about the resources that you have available. Obviously, in HubSpot world, you probably have some resources available for folks. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we totally, we've been writing content for years. So there's a lot of content on there. Um, We're going through and revamping some of it, updating a lot of it all the time. Lots of content, like HubSpot specific content on there. So I don't know. Anyone who's listening, uh, you know, kind of where they go from here. Yeah, so lots of HubSpot specific content, like even from getting started to kind of advanced stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to write a lot more content around the sales systems that you can build within HubSpot. Um, you know, I, we're we're doing a lot of migrations into HubSpot right now, away from other uh, well-known platforms that might uh, have the color blue as their logo. Um, and you know, we're finding that lots of sales teams actually don't use the platforms entirely, and we're, they're trying to get people to actually use the platforms, and so. Uh, lots of content around that. Um, I personally, like on LinkedIn stuff, I talked a lot about team and leadership and, and and that type of thing. So check me out on LinkedIn too. Love to have conversations conversations there, but um, lots of resources on both those places. So yeah, um, and you have a, a website chat. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So um, one of the things, one of the ways I built our business is doing what I call website teardowns. And so I used to just do these before email, video and email were cool. So this was five, six, <laughs> seven years ago. I would do like these little loom videos, my face in the corner, and I'd share a screen and go, hey, try this, try this, try this, you know, kind of things I've noticed about doing hundreds and hundreds of websites in my career. And uh, and it was a great way to kind of, you know, help people and provide value. And, and if we can help them, you know, implement some of those ideas, great. Um, if not, you know, and they've got a team internally or their own resource, that's awesome too. And so um, if people just want to like, and I think that's probably in the show notes here, but if people just want to submit, Hey, here's my, you know, like my contact info and then my email, or I mean, sorry, my website, we'll do like, we'll pull together our, one of our website strategists and probably an account manager or something like that. We'll jump on and riff on some ideas, thing, best practices, some things we're seeing, um, and then hopefully give you some actionable things you can, you can run away with. Um, and I promise to not uh, spam you or ask for sales uh, <laughs> and those types of things with your email address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, again, loanfurcreative.com, L-O-N-E-F-I-R, creative.com. And uh, again, from there, uh, you can actually go, let's see, if I think if you click around, you can find the uh, website check. Uh, if they reach out, you'll, uh, you'll you'll share the direct link. But for I sure. think if you click around, you should be able to find that. So, uh, well, this is great. Uh, again, uh, Tyler Pegg, um, you know, founder, um, CEO, Learn for, Loan for Creative. It's been great having you. Thanks for the conversation. Appreciate it, Josh. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.